You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. Hit it! Joey Svensson. Yes, the most Matt famous. Matt Carter. Audio feed, make some noise for this. It's the Bad Christian Podcast! Right! Wow. All right. Here's the real clapping. Y'all can't compete with that. <laughs> You're peppering the audience, right? Is that, is that, in the in the biz, they call it peppering. So how about it? You guys had to travel to get here, I guess. We had people fl- drive in. How far did you come? Texas. Texas. Two miles. Two somebody, miles. Somebody drove two miles. You could have walked, sir. Did hey, we did have anybody? Dr- did anybody fundraise this and call it a missions trip? Oh, what a brilliant idea! Yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> be awesome. How about airline travel? Anybody fly on an airplane to get here like I did? All right. I'm going to give you an airline travel tip. If you travel on an airline, I want to tell you somebody to not be. Don't be the passive-aggressive guy that sits behind somebody and overreacts unbelievable when they recline their seat. Don't do that. (laughs) I had that guy behind me, and I'm always aware of that. And I sat in my seat on the flight here. I waited way over the normal time after we're up there serving drinks, and I start to go back in my seat. I hit the button. I go back real slow, real slow, and as I got back 60, 70, 80 percent, the guy behind me jumps up and yells like a little girl, <laughs> like that at me. I turn around, and he looks at me like unbelievable, like I've done the worst thing to him in the world, and he looks at me and says, I, I don't know what to do. Like I, and I said, sorry, 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 and because he's some big, giant, tall guy, I stand up at the end of the flight. He's about this much shorter than me. He's down here like that. So don't be that guy. You gotta, I always do it sneaky. I, I go real slow. Like I'll do a push and then a hair back. And then if I don't feel anything or hear it, uh, I go back a little further. Why until eventually just, I trick them all the way. Why wouldn't you just turn around and say, hey, do you mind if I put my seat back? You Isn't ask that what every real time? People do? Yes. You I ask just every so they're time prepared. So they're prepared. If they say no, then I'd be like, well, that's not fair. We're supposed to be able to do it. But I was actually leaning down for like a quick nap, and the person in front of me slammed it back, and I really thought I hurt my neck for a second. So you are that guy. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> raised my hand to the Wait, lady to come here. Somebody gonna... moved, it, moved their chair back three inches, and you were injured? No, they slammed it back, <laughs> and my head was already forward. So it's kind of my fault, but I was afraid my neck hurt. Yeah. Plane seat isn't that good for you because you're more of a recline kind of guy. Yeah, lounge. Yeah, which brings me to my first point, and that is uh, we got the table, we got the water, we got the microphones we asked for, and we asked for two chairs, and Joey is supposed to be have a chase lounge. It's on our rider. Yeah. He's supposed to have like a psychiatrist chair so he can lay down for the he's, podcast. He's not comfortable right now. <laughs> I'm, my making God. I'm, I'm making it. I'm making it. <laughs> I heard I, tw- I tweeted an article the other day that said when they – came out with the Chase Lounge in, in France, I don't know, 100, 200 years ago, they were worried that the children would suffer and all be lazy and not be able to function when they became adults because that we, they'd created such technology as the Chase Lounge, <laughs> which I think is just preposterous. And it was part of, a, uh, it was part of a, a story that I was reading about how kids use screens these days and how the, our impulse is to stop them and don't let them use that technology and all the stuff we're scared of. And maybe that's not so bad after all because it seems that the consequences we don't really know what they are they said on the subway uh back in the 40s and 50s there was people writing articles on what a shame it was that everybody had their nose buried in that newspaper and how antisocial it was and what a problem it was going to be for society oh yeah. I, I i really dislike all those like technology is going to kill you and oh yeah and be bad here's the thing like like they say oh we we can't even talk to each other any anymore without our phone but the thing is you didn't care before. You just didn't listen and pretended to listen before the phone. Now you at least don't have to be as bored. Like you were not listening to before to your wife when she was trying to tell you about the, the grocery list. You were zoning out, and now you just have a phone like, oh, gosh, this email. I got to get to it, babe. I'm really sorry. Now you have a good excuse. Before, I mean, you didn't care. But the reason we use technology that way, because we weren't doing good before anyway. It's not now all of a sudden the technology has made us less able to talk to each other other yeah. stuff we didn't give a crap before well i'm sure it goes all the way i mean when they first 
came up with the telephone, you know there were some people saying, I mean, when I was growing up, we just walked to their yeah. door and we right. talked to them. Now y'all using these <laughs> telephones. Yeah, absolutely. Know? I well, mean, for, for us, our, the, we were a video game generation, Atari, Nintendo, and all that, and it was like, you guys need to get outside and play. But before that, our parents were watching TV. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it never changes. Our parents are fine, we're fine, and our kids are going to be fine. Did they so ever come out our... with the, Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. And it's always been stuff we're afraid of. Did they ever come out with a study of what happened to me for how close I sat to the TV? Right. Is that, did that ever pan out to be a real big problem? I mean, my two little boys, six and four, they know so much more about the world by Grand right. Theft Auto. I mean, they're playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> they understand crime. But, I mean, in, in all seriousness, like, it, it seems like with every point with the technology going forward, we're afraid of change, and is it realistic to push back on that? And do you, do you guys actually worry or consider we're on our phones too much, and that's bad? I mean, it's easy to say yes, but maybe it's not. I, and for I, your kids, for me, it's there's like an addictive thing. I mean, and we've all heard about this, but I seriously, there are times when I want to force myself to sit down and not be looking at my phone. So. I don't think that's too much different, though, when people were addicted to TVs. So I don't think it's the act of looking at my phone that's going to mess me up, but the addiction for sure. You don't think we're just something you got to get used to and it'll be okay? Are you worried about your kids? No, I'm not worried about my kids. Yeah, because, I mean, who knows what effect that's going to have for them when they grow up and they've learned that, you know, they interface so well with technology. That's what the world's going to be like. Oh, yeah, they have to learn technology. I mean, if there's any parents that are actually trying to shelter them from cell phone use at all or iPads and stuff, that's very detrimental, actually. In fact, there's a school in Charleston that piloted a few years ago where the the upcoming K-5 classroom all got iPods. Uh I mean, iPads. iPads. And it stayed at the school, but it was theirs. That's Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Do you you find, being that you're a pastor in a big church, do you find that Did you say that kind of... I want like, people to know sarcastically that, it, being yeah, that you're a pastor. You're a pastor in a big church. Yeah, I want people to know that because I think it's a real interesting thing given the actual person that you are that doesn't seem compatible with pastor. <laughs> Don't for really the most know part, what you're but, saying. But. <laughs> well, what I'm asking you is do you think the church is really, uh, you know, how do you find them interfacing with stuff and being afraid of change and that kind of thing? Well, what has really amazed me, and uh, so I, I flew out yesterday to meet up with these guys in Detroit and they had their unplugged Emory show. If you haven't been to one of those, it's fantastic. So talking to a lot of people that are familiar with the bad Christian podcast and it's, uh, for, for those of you that may not be familiar or, or for those of you that are familiar, you will understand why I'm sitting there a little puzzled. There's a guy that came up and he said, Hey man, I'm so excited to meet you. I know you're a pastor and your name's Joe. And he said, I'm going to Moody Bible Institute next uh, semester. And it's either youth pastor or worship leader. I'm like, do you know, you've got to have heard how much he makes fun of worship <laughs> pastors. No, how much he makes fun of students. I don't uh, do pastors. that. I, I'm an encourager. <laughs> but I'm just anyway, so that's right. Toby's any- job is to make fun of worship leaders and mine is to make fun of yes, youth ministers. But that's right. I was actually pleasantly surprised because I, I really do like people. And I was like, here is a guy that's completely submerged into church culture. And he is saying, I like you guys. I look up to Joey for some weird reason. And that's unbelievable. Like that, that, that doesn't make sense to me because there's another kid that came to me and was asking me for like advice on how to handle the fact that his, so check this out on his Facebook page, his pastor found Way back in his history, a repost of an episode that we had with uh, Amberlynn guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I talked to that guy. Let me me help help you with the story just a little bit. I think it's more interesting than that. So this guy comes up to me, and then I guess he told you the same story apparently, but he said that he was applying for a youth, youth minister job. I think this is relevant to the church and change and where we're at and how you have a festival like Audio Feed and people are kind of yeah. moving on and waking up and being part of the world. I think things are going in a really good direction, but this is part of it. This is kind of where we're at. This guy, he, he was sincere. He said he's always been burdened for young people in inner cities. That's what he cares about. He wants to have impact there. He wants to have change there. He went to school. He did some training, and then he's out there applying for jobs to be a youth minister, which is usually a position that I think is a goofy one and a weird one to be attracted to in general. I think it attracts some really goofy people. But this guy seems sincere to me. Okay, Wait, Hold on. After you said it attracts goofy people, how many yes. past, present, or future 
youth leaders or worship <laughs> leaders do we have here today? Raise your hand real Come high. Come on, be proud. Oh, Come on. wow. All right. Hey, you need to raise We're your We're talking hand. about other people, not you, not sir. You. Not you. Yeah, so this yeah. guy. This You're guy, not many, goofy. Well, Toby, how many years were you a worship leader? What, like six? Yeah, yeah. And Matt, same thing. <laughs> I've done a little bit, I was yeah. a youth pastor, so. Well, I'm just saying, in general, I do think it attracts some goofy people. And I'm not even talking about pedophile and that kind of stuff. I'm just talking about. People, no, I'm not. I'm, I mean, it does. There's those there's, goofy pedophiles. That, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There's a percentage of that too. Make no mistake. I mean, that's that's totally real. But that's not what no I'm one's talking about. Ever said that before? Said what? Goofy pedophile. Yeah, no, that's, that's I'm not just, talking. There's about a this. goofy pedophile in our neighborhood. My lord, what so are we? goofy, silly. Wah, wah, They're just wah, silly. Wah. <laughs> they go. They go to Watchdog. There's Way like more. there's a handful of goofballs in our neighborhood. <laughs> Yes, but they, those are there too, but that's not what I refer to as Goofy. <laughs> goofy is the ones who, I'm not going to get into that. Anyway, this guy checks out. This guy checks out to me. I believe that he's sincere and all that. So he says he's found this church, and I can't remember where he's from exactly. It may have been in Detroit, but he applied for this job and got really far in the interview process, and then he, he thought it was going really well, and then one guy on the search committee at this church had dug up the fact that several years ago, m- multiple years ago, more than two, um, had dug up that he had posted on his Facebook post about Bad Christian Podcast, an episode that we had with Stephen from Anberlin was on the show. And he brought it up in front of him at a meeting in front of the other people. So, I mean, this guy's just an absolute tattletale oh, guy. You know gosh. what I'm saying? Like, and he's yeah, yeah. brought this up. Yeah. And he's, first of all, he's dug d- that deep, and he thinks that's his job to protect people. Right. And he brought it up and said, okay, so we see this, so that's kind of a problem. He said, would it's you— It's a red flag if you listen to It's a red podcast. flag that he right. listens to our podcast for whatever reason. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what the reason was. And they said—he said, so this could be a problem. Like, is this something that you would share with the youth or these people? <laughs> Would he, they asked him, would he share our podcast? Like, yes, yeah. it's like, well, because this could be a problem. So yeah, yeah. this and, and, and set him up to, to deny it or denounce whatever, and he didn't. He said, yes, I would share it with him. Oh, he did yeah. say that. And he didn't get the job, of course. I mean, it disqualified him from the job, but he did that. And I thought that was so yeah, and awesome. I, and I asked him, I was just like, well, what, what was the pastor worried about? He was just like, well, obviously me leading the kids astray. And so I just, what I don't understand is, our solution is to remove stuff that we're fearful of. So let, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt. They're fearful of bad Christian. They may not know enough about it. But why wouldn't you say, no, listen to it and have some discussions. And then in addition to that, are they saying about their pastor, who is also a human being who teaches them on Sunday mornings, take everything that guy says and run with it? Like, don't ask questions. And, yeah. I mean, is is that a healthy thing to have someone who's untouchable and you can't push back on anything? Well, I mean, it's, it's what we've always said is the biggest problem within the church is that you just can't be yourself. You can't eat, like it, it. I won't even I'll even go this far. It might be wrong for him and you folks here today and the people that are going to listen to this podcast to listen to it. You might be choosing the wrong thing. This could maybe in God's eyes, this is sin. I'm not yeah, saying that our be. podcast <laughs> is beneficial to your walk. I'm not saying that this is going to help you. <laughs> Uh, or so, your family or anything. Tell God the but, Father, I listen to the Bad Christian Podcast. He's going to say, my son died for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's grace for that, too. Yeah. Yeah. His grace knows no yeah. bounds. But what I'm saying is, even if this is wrong, you guys are all here. Everybody's already listening. So you have, do you have to hide it? What or is the fear? What is the danger what, that you're going to you hear like? these words? Now, first of all, I know our podcast simply, I mean, it simply represents a movement. It's not anything. We're nothing. It doesn't matter. We're not anything at all. But it seems that we represent something, which is where the tension and the stuff like that is. Yeah, but here's the irony is a lot of people think that something are these outliers and these people that are just like, well, I'm frustrated with Sunday morning church services and stuff. I don't right. resonate with it, so I'm dropping out of the picture. Or the people that are just turn their back on God, but they're like, oh, this is interesting. The people that are listening to this are those people and the folks that are Absolutely. mainstream submerged yes. into church culture. There are two kinds of church employees. There are the church employees at all the evangelical churches out there that listen to the Bad Christian Podcast, and then there are all the evangelical church professionals that deny the fact that they listen to the Bad Christian Podcast, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and they hide it. I mean, but, and, and I know that to be true because I, I'm, I, I'm, our audience isn't actually that big, but I hear it over and over and time and time again, and I'm 
telling you, I'm not bragging about it. I'm confused about it, but it's a massive amount of church planters that are listening to this crap that we do. They're church planters. They're lead pastors. And of course, they're youth ministers and, you know, I mean, you know, worship directors, which is right up our alley. Our credibility, I mean, dude, our, our, our credibility. president says worse stuff than us. <laughs> I mean, and yeah. you'll support him, he but, but our, support po- our right. podcast might be sending you to hell or something like that. that that's what's interesting to me. I, I think the thing is, like you said. What is the fear is what the, I want to know. What are they well, scared of? It just of? always has been there. Like when I, I grew up super conservative Christian, I mean, it, backwoods, small churches. My papa was a pastor. You know, it was always speaking in tongues. I faked speaking in tongues because they told me if I didn't speak in tongues, I didn't have evidence of the Holy Spirit, and I wasn't going to be saved, and I was really scared that I was going to hell, and everything was about hell, hell, hell. And there was always this fear that you're going to be lost, or if you hear or possibly get near the wrong thing, you're gone. And and so everybody has built up this giant fear that any second God will crush you. Like, he, he created mountains and skies, and he loves you, and he died for you. But I swear he will kill you in an instant if you look at a boob. And or, you'll, or, and you'll take other people down with you. If you right. or, or a wiener, whatever right. your preference. Or I'm, if I'm, God, not, I'm not trying to discriminate. Or, or if God doesn't do it and you're not careful enough, Satan will kill you. I mean, yeah. did, did you know, I've never told you all this before, but I used to, like, if I got a Christian CD and maybe they said something that's, that was a little bit, oh, I don't know what to think about this. I would put that CD in the garage just in case demons would like come out what? of it. Whoa. <laughs> my sleeve. I, mean, I seriously thought that. Because no, demons can always break into a garage, but yeah. never, <laughs> never a dead a so padlock. So you were worried about the literal physical proximity to you. Yeah. Where, I mean, because where that compact disc be, media because, was residing. Yeah, the sect of Christianity that I came from would call that an open door to the enemy. And uh-huh. it was like a, a wormhole. And what kind of music are we talking that would invite the demons? That, first Matt, of all... Matt, it's science. <laughs> demons create wormholes through music. It's been proven over and over again. Well, Ask Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's uh, perfect. I want to know sure. what music that was. I mean, and seriously. Also, I want to know why would you risk it? <laughs> why well, even risk you t- it? You, you took a that. chance. <laughs> like, no, I didn't. What, what music I put it out was the garage. so good that it was? Yeah, but still, that's risky. <laughs> what music was so good that it was worth that risk? I still? mean, it was seriously stuff that was overtly Christian, but my mind would play tricks on me. I was like, oh, they didn't say the right thing there, or there'd be something that I thought maybe. I mean, I was. Uh, you read my book, you know how. I'm I mean, stuff so I you, was. but you actually thought the demons would start coming out of the CD in the garage? Go, Damn it, we're by the lawnmower. <laughs> Oh, rats. We almost had him. Yeah. We're in the garage. Oh, Pack there's... it up, fellas. <laughs> Y'all uh. want to possess that cat again? Pardon interruption, guys, but I just want to take a second and let you hear some music from a tooth and nail band called To Speak of Wolves. Then I'm going to let Toby tell you a little more about it. <laughs> Speaker Wolves is back with their first full-length album since 2012. You're listening to Haunt Me, a track off their new album, Dead in the Shadow. Dead in the Shadow will release everywhere July 21st. The band is going to be on tour with He Is Legend throughout July and August, so make sure you head over to their Bands in Town page and see if they're coming through your town. Again, Dead in the Shadow is available everywhere on July 21st. Pick it up then or pre-order it now on iTunes at solidstate.merchnow.com. Well, we've got a uh, we've got a friend of ours that's here at Audio Feed that I think if he's here. I don't know if he's here yet. Some no, I don't think he's here. We'll yet. keep on with this. Yeah, for we're going to keep on going. So, what I'm still curious about is, you know, exactly what is the fear that people have if by exposing yourself to what other people are thinking. What is that going to do to you? I think it's a really big question. And what the problem is, most people seem to be coming out of their shell a little bit. And what I'm advocating for is that people are more brave, just brave enough to say what they're thinking and share what they listen to and actually let other people know what they're like. I think we can 
eradicate some of the stigma and make more room for more people if but it, you know you have to risk that you have to tell somebody i listen to the liturgist podcast don't don't right. don't fire me you have to say that well well christians in general we take ourselves way too seriously like everything hinges on oh my gosh i was at the coffee shop and i knew she wasn't a christian but instead of telling her i just got a latte and walked out my god <laughs> that's what we do. Then we feel bad about it the rest of the way. This faux feel bad stuff that like every interaction means somebody going to hell or heaven. And it's not, I just can't take myself that seriously. If God, if, if that's it, if everybody I come in contact hinges on me doing some kind of proselytizing or something, we're all screwed. Every single person is screwed. Way better would be if you see somebody out and you feel the Holy Spirit or whatever, just ask them how their day's going. Be nice to them. <laughs> Don't immediately go, go agenda-driven, but we're, I think we've really been trained to be scared that the end is nigh. It's so close, and that it is your job to tell everybody. That's what I was told. I, I really did feel this real weight. Joey, I know you did too. I felt a real weight growing up that people were going to hell because of me. Right. You, you know what I mean? Because like, I didn't do enough, and that's too much to carry. You can't carry that. You just can't. Whether you believe that or not, whether people are going to hell or not, you can't have all of that on you or else all you are is agenda-driven going, this is why I'm going to interact with people because I, this is, I just want them to believe like me. And then I can check it off my list. And that's just not, it's, and it's not a good way to live. Well, that comes across very obvious to those people. My favorite is when I'm sitting there with someone and, and it's, I don't know, one of y'all or somebody and we're, we talk about God and then someone goes by and said, I heard y'all talking about God. Go God. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, like on the team. Do you put any credence to or do you concern yourself legitimately with the fact that it's possible that we are heretics and leading tens of thousands of people down a wrong path? Do, do you give that any credence whatsoever? Nope. No? The old Joey would have, for sure. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I give it a, I mean, a little. Yeah, I probably do I mean, 75%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, it, I don't think we're good in that necessarily. All I think that we do here, and this is what I want everybody to hear, is just be ourselves and you can see the, the good and the bad. Nobody listens to this podcast that's because, true. man, woo, those guys are so awesome. For Jesus, yeah. they're just wonderful. Everybody goes, ah, they were funny. They said some cool stuff. And then there was that really bad thing that I didn't like. That, right. And that's what I like. But they right. have a mind to know what that yeah. is, right? Like, yeah, and that's how my wife treats it. me and people that care about yeah. me. Nobody that really cares about me thinks he's an angel. He's the, he's the greatest. He's the one. That's, that's not real. I'd way rather people treat me in a real way where they see the good and the bad all yeah. the time. And one of the biggest problems is that substitution thing where you say, like, you ever watch a Hollywood movie and then the, they did something you didn't like? You didn't just go, but I'm watching this movie now. I have to agree with it. No, right. you know, I didn't like that. Right. And, right. and but mo- and, but what you what they say is they substitute. They go, well, I'm okay with it. I can handle listening to that podcast. But yeah. weaker people, newer people, dumber people, people that I don't respect at all, they can't handle it, and that drives me crazy. Yeah. I think you have to respect people, and they, of course, you know how to listen to stuff. There's no creator, director, musician that you ever hope that you like. Whether it's the director of Breaking Bad or Kurt Cobain, none of these people did you ever wish, I wish they would just be a little more careful. I wish they would censor themselves right. more because I wouldn't know, I don't know the difference. I don't have, I, I'm just blowing in the wind and I want all the brilliant creators, and that's not us by the way, but all the people that are really creating art and media, as long as they be careful. That's, you don't want anybody yeah. to be careful with the thing that they're creating. You just want them to, to be them, to do that, and then you know how to decide it. And I believe that is true in our community groups, in our local communities, in our families, and everything. Yeah. That's what it's all about. If you understand your kids well enough, that includes all the really bad stuff. Yeah. That's just how it works. That's how you care about people. It's well, it goes un- back to what you've always said, too. It's a disrespect to people, and it's an insult to their intelligence. It's like, I mean... Do we really think they're so stupid that they can't just figure things out? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just like, sure, let's let's teach people what we believe and let's, you know, our kids and all that stuff. But if we treat them stupid, I mean, then they're going to end up being kind of stupid. Like, yeah. because no one really challenged them. Yeah, absolutely. Now, 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 what I will say, too, is we are Christians and we, we, we like some of the traditions, like even right now. We'd like to do an altar call. Um, we know somebody has a hurt back. There's somebody here with a hemorrhoid, probably. Um, we, uh, we went to, we were at the Crystal Lake camp. Joey and I went out early this morning to the Crystal 
lake and dipped in some water and made it holy. I don't want to tell you how we made it holy, but we're going to be anointing some people with it. And selling it. Uh, yeah, and we're selling it in the back of the merch table. Um, it's, you know, it goes to our mission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can say anything as long as you can do any. Why wouldn't more people use that? I'm on a mission. Yeah, it looks like you're in Cancun. No, I'm reaching the lost one daiquiri at a time. My favorite is, hey, I'm going to plant a church. Where's that? Uh, I mean, Honolulu. There's some lost people. <laughs> Very lost people there. Yeah. Very no, unchurched. We were talking about that today. Isn't it hilarious when people go, there needs to be a church planted in San Diego. <laughs> I'm a church planter. I need to be there. <laughs> It's big points if you can point to an article that says how unchurched it is. Which, oh, man. Which, oh, they love it. Somebody sent me on Twitter to add to the ones that I, I ask people if, they're, if they have the most meth, if they have the best schools, worst traffic, or the new Silicon oh, Valley. And the other one is unchurched. Oh, region. we have no churches. Yeah, Zero churches. Yeah, that's the big When we moved to like, Seattle, they told us, like, I'd never been to Seattle before. I said it's the most unchurched place in the world. I promise you there were churches everywhere. <laughs> I was like, my Lord, I can't believe how many churches there are here. And if, there, and if there's a lot of churches, all you have to do is just say, are there any life-giving churches? Yeah. <laughs> Bible-believing? <laughs> there can never be enough. Never be enough. All right, we want to bring up a guest, because uh, we're talking about uh, tough times, things you go through. This is our, our good friend, old Aaron Lunsford, and he is working the Magnolia Barbecue uh, mm-hmm. trailer here. And we wanted to bring him up because I got a text. Hey, y'all. I got a text last night or yesterday afternoon and said, uh, it just said, hey, I know you guys have joked about me having a black cloud around my life, but it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll let Aaron tell the story, but let's explain bad yeah. stuff that happens to Aaron. Well, so the, now with the podcast, I'm in the Five Timers Club. Are you in the oh, Five Timers Club? I counted. Wow. So I don't know if there is a Five Timer yet. Congratulations. So yeah, let's get up Aaron Lunford. Is Steve Martin here to give me a jacket? Nice. No, we do special massages. Okay. I'll talk to you backstage about it. But yeah, every time I've been on, it's been talking about something very not good. <laughs> That's femur. Right. Your broke, femur broke. broken femur. Being heckled on uh, social media. Panic attack on stage in the middle of a show. Yep. Um, Causing all your band's fans to hate you yeah. and your band. Yeah. That. That. And then the, uh, the driver story where I got pulled over. Where you got fired by Mudvayne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I remember that one too. So I'm back with more... Uh, even mud veins is part of your black cloud. I mean, yeah. it's just our fault for hanging around losers, really. Oh, mud no. vein recognized it immediately. No. <laughs> All right, so you are you you live in Nashville with me, yep. and you have this. You just got this awesome trailer and truck, and you were going to come sell your. I mean, I, I I live near Aaron. We've been friends forever. Some of the best barbecue I've ever had in my life, and that's the truth. I'm not just saying that. I mean, I've always said he's a foodie and made fun of him. We, you know, and all kinds of stuff. But I promise you, his barbecue is my favorite on earth. And I was so excited. You're finally you're getting your own business started, and the future looks bright. And you and your young wife, you have a new baby. I mean, everything's looking so good. Where did it go all wrong? What happened? <laughs> all right. So we've been this whole plan. We've been trying to pop up and do the barbecue for a few months now. Yeah. And the plan was let's try to do audio feed because uh, my buddy Jay helps run this thing. He said, yep. you should come Thank up you, and, Jay. Yep, yep. You should Jay. come up and do barbecue. And I was like, that's a great idea. I'll try to figure it out. So the past few months, they're like, okay, how do we get a, a trailer because the health department and all that type of stuff. So we found a trailer. We found a truck to pull it. We're like, okay, we've been spending time getting it ready. So the past two days have been the culmination of all that hard work for months, testing the product, yeah. uh, perfecting the product, mm-hmm. building clientele in Nashville, and right. getting ready for this festival. Mm-hmm. So we leave Nashville going pretty good at yep. first. I got a Ford F-150 V8 502 liter, something like that. I don't yeah, know. 3.0 uh, car, car thing. Amazing. Uh, we start leaking some transmission fluid pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But the way I am, I'm like, well, we just got to keep going. Yeah, right? it'll be okay. What are we don't, do? Just don't stop. Yeah, yeah, don't stop. Don't think about it. Um, so we get about halfway here, and smoke's coming out the exhaust. Oh, God. We're overheating, and um, my car, the truck just stops running, pulling this barbecue trailer. So we pull it over. I get out, and there's just fluid. Just oh, no. The entire everything, pavement around. So the truck is done. 
transmission's transmission's gone. gone. And I transmission paid, costs more than your than truck. The, than what I paid for the truck. The <laughs> transmission costs more. Okay. So then we go and we're like, well, what are we going to do? How are we going to get the audio feed? We have to get there. We spent all our money trying to do audio feed. Right. <laughs> we bought all this. So you're on the side of the road. We bought all yeah. this meat and all this stuff. So we get towed to an auto guy and he has a U-Haul truck. He's a U-Haul guy. Yeah. He has one truck. <laughs> and so he's like, I rent you that truck. It'll pull anything. So that's $400 oh, <laughs> to rent it, to bring it up here and bring it back to him on Monday. But he did put in an order for three port shoulders. Okay. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> he did order some. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay, he's that's gonna, pretty nice. He's going to freeze it for a party in two weeks. Okay. I'm not kidding. That's pretty cool. So we get up here. We got the chore. Like, All right, we're rolling now. No big deal. We get here. We go to hook up the water. We got plumbing issue. I got water spraying everywhere in my trailer. Oh, Lord. Right? And I don't know anything about anything mechanical. I can cook. I can drum. I can... Right, kind of. I can do. I yeah. can't fix anything. Right. You only use a toilet one way. Yeah. Never thought about it a different way. So okay. now we got water spraying everywhere, and I'm like, and you have to have water for the health department guy that's going to come out and tell you if you can sell food or not. So now I'm like, we're not even going to get to sell food. Oh god. The public health is going to say no. Sorry. This just sounds exhausting. Like and already, you have no idea. Toby kept giving. <laughs> Toby kept giving us Aaron Lunsford updates. He's like. I mean, just out of nowhere, Toby drying me like, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. And we all knew yeah. another Aaron update. They, they asked me to stop telling them. We haven't even got – I mean, there's, there's still more. Yeah. So we duct taped the hell out of it, and it kind of was holding on, but we were like, it's so much water pressure. So we're like, all right, we're, we're going to have to wake up, and let's get some – it was late. So let's get some rest, and we'll try to fix it in the morning, figure out what we got to do. Yeah. So we get some epoxy. Stitch it up. Works pretty good. Okay. Still spraying. We figured out a little thing you got to do with the whatever. Now, our electricity won't work. We keep blowing our breakers on the poles. There you get uh-huh. the power. The breakers in the, in the trailer. So, we went from having two refrigerators, an air conditioner, and a water heater to lights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, we have lighting. Mm-hmm. We have no AC. My wife's in there with the baby. Uh, so the water heater broke. So now we don't know how we're going to have hot water. The health inspector has to, we tell him, we've got to come back later. Yeah. He comes back. We figure out a loophole. We get the hot water. Okay. An igloo. Okay. We're here. You're like, all right. We're going to start it's selling. It's been rough, but yeah. We're going to start selling some barbecue. We're going to prep it for tonight so we can yep. get ready to sell it tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. So we're out there about 10 o'clock prepping. My uh, guy that's working with me, Andrew, he slices his finger open all the way to the bone. Oh, my Lord. So now he's standing there bleeding. How can this be real? It's real. Like, at this point where you're like, there there either is no God or God definitely hates me, right? Yeah, which one are you leaning toward at this point? God hates you or there is no God? I... Last night, it was there is no God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It can't be. No God would be that cruel. Yeah. (laughs) So... And then I texted you. I was like, you won't believe it. My, wor- my worker just cut his finger. Right. He's about to go to the ER maybe. Yeah. Because, and he can't do anything right now. And we're trying to get all this. So I, I brought one guy with me because I can't do it all by myself. Now you're facing my a worker's comp suit too. I, I was honestly a little bit worried about that. <laughs> I was like, you got health insurance, man? I don't I, like, we're all under the table here. So, okay. So then he, he decides not to go to the ER. He powers through like a trooper. I really appreciate it. Yeah. After so, he passed out. Yeah. <laughs> no, he looked like scared for a minute. He's like, what do you, he said, what do you he think I white. should do? Yeah. So we work out this shift for cooking the meat where I'm going to go to bed at midnight. He's going to stay up till two, feed the fire right before he goes to bed. I'm going to wake up at three 30, feed the fire. He's going to wake up at five, feed the fire. That way we can have lunch today. Mm. Yeah. At 2.30, I get a knock on my window, and Andrew comes up to the door. Andrew's the same, and he said, fire, fire, fire in, the, there's fire in the barbecue pit. I put on my shoes. I step outside. It is a 20-foot-high flame. Oh, my Lord. It's a grease fire in our fire pit, my smoker, uh-huh. uh, with thousands of dollars worth of re- you know, resellable meat. Uh-huh. You know? I, just heard, Hundred- I just heard 20. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Hundreds of sandwiches worth of meat, yeah. basically. Yeah. Torched, just, just totally torched. I mean, it's, just, it's just on fire. <laughs> I mean, the whole pit. People from a campsite, like, down, way down here had come over because they saw the fire. They're like, that doesn't look right. 
People so had marshmallows above, on sticks. I mean, it's like above buildings and above my trailer. And so I walk out. I just kind of stand there because I don't even know what can I do. And does it matter? Does this life matter? <laughs> does this why, matter? Like, <laughs> why am I? It can't matter. And right? I'm, I, I promise you, we, I'm not trying to. It, it's whatever. My family, we have all of our money and some of my dad's money invested in this thing. Uh-huh. So we're technically in debt to my dad, who helped me fund right. and get it started. And I'm just sitting here watching it burn right in front of my eyes. Because yeah. audio feed is supposed <laughs> to be the... Like, we're going this to this festival. Yeah, we're yeah. going to sell yeah, all this barbecue. Awesome. Yeah. Now all the barbecue is burning. And then I have to get a fire extinguisher. And so that really seals the deal. Right. That we got to wait for it to cool down. And then this morning... I wake up and the U-Haul place had put a massive hold in our car and we had seven overdraft charges. To oh. <laughs> seven overdraft. Seven overdraft. Yeah. Oh my lord! Uh, but okay, so yeah. this is horrific. This is awful. Yeah. But are you back on your feet? Now? Yeah, we're back. We actually, uh, you know, uh, somebody heard about it and decided to uh, bless us. Or it was a whatever. church. I, I don't know. I don't know who oh, it was. I, I heard that a church stepped up and they, they, they we had a food order in yeah. with a restaurant uh, uh-huh. supplier here yeah. for about $1,200 and wow. they went and picked it up for us and paid for it. So. Man, maybe. Yeah. All so right. The, hold on yeah. a second. Pretty cool. Hold on a second. So you take back all the bad shit you've said about churches? Yeah, I got to go to church, I guess. Yeah. And, and is there... And you're is, serving in youth ministry this Sunday, right? I have right? to go to home. <laughs> and, I, I think, I'm thinking about giving it back just so I don't have to. <laughs> and so there I, is, a, in fact, a God. Maybe. We'll see how sales we'll see. go. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. If sales pick up, yeah, I you mean, believe in God. It, the pit could be on fire right now. I'm yeah. not over there, so yeah, I don't know. It still could be another cruel twist of the capricious God that controls our universe. I don't know how we're getting home with our trailer (laughs) as of now. I don't have a vehicle to pull it, so we'll we'll figure it out. All right, so y'all heard it here. If you care about Aaron's uh, eternity, go buy a barbecue sandwich (laughs) today. Right? Can't you do that? Can you do that audio feed? You're serving tonight. Yeah, yeah, tonight, tomorrow, tomorrow, for lunch, everybody yeah, we'll here lunch. Go bless him. Barbecue. Yeah. Bless his family. It's not a pity thing. I mean, the bar, the no, food is feel pity. No, it's yeah. no yeah. you definitely it feel pity. Pitiful. It is yeah. very much no. pity. Right. This is a pity purchase, but you will love his barbecue. He is awesome. I can't believe that stuff happened to you. Now, buy his barbecue, but don't go near him. Don't touch him, and it won't rub off on you. You'll be okay. You'll make it home safely. But Joey, yeah, that's definitely a buy. nice hat you got on there. Actually. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, yeah, magnolia barbecue hat. How much do they cost? They're twenty dollars. It's funny. I've turned into this. barbecue's all about branding and you got to be like the pit master that's now it's just who hey, i wait am wait a second guys <laughs> i'm always pushing my barbecue brand now everywhere i go guys i have a sense right now are you getting a word yeah anybody who buys hats or barbecue there's a blessing for them i feel it uh, oh, okay. yes i feel it all right blessing barbecue that's well, what you should gotta, call it now. i gotta get back to the pit all right for real thank you aaron kidding. all right now give it up for aaron lunsford yeah magnolia barbecue it's right down the street help him out thank you aaron all right, one thing I want to talk about, too, is uh, we, it, we've been doing this podcast now several years, and one of the really cool things about it is, the, is we have a BC club, a bad Christian club. And I want to see how many people stand up, BC clubbers, stand up over there. Yes. Look at all these folks yeah. that are in our club. That is amazing. I mean, these, you, you folks came from everywhere, didn't you? I mean, and now you're kind of becoming friends, right? Yeah, that's what, and you know what? I was, we were even over there. Uh, two people are even met and are in love now. Is that really? right? Who, who is it? Raise your who hands. Who's in love? In fact. Oh, Josh and Joy. Josh, that's right. Jo- I'll I tell you what. Y'all come up here. Josh and Come up here Josh for just a Mark. second. Just yeah, so we can, come on. This is just I wanna, so we can I want to ask it. you two some questions. Yeah. That's really cool. It's really, uh, it, you know, basically. They, they found love. Here, y'all step up right here. I, I'm just trying to get more members of the BC Club. Right. This is just a demonstration <laughs> that, that we Any actually single people care here, I want you to be con- <laughs> I'm just trying to get people to join the club, and I'm going to bring up people that even love each other. Well, wait, hold on. I don't even know if they love each other. I better not say that. Y'all, y'all are dating. Come over it, here by Toby. Is your dating going okay at least? Here, let me ask you. Here, well, let me All ask, right, so let's I'm gonna talk- ask Joy first. The, the dude always says, dating's going great, but I want to find out from Joy... Joy, you can hold this. I don't, I'm not going to hold it for you. All right, so you're going to talk up the BC Club for us and what yeah, it's yeah. done how, for you. How fun is the BC Club, first of all? Uh, 
In the microphone, please. In the microphone. Very yeah. fun. You love it. How, how long have you been a member of the BC Club? A long time? Like two years, wow. I think. You said you found meaning in life from it, yeah, right? A, yeah, a real yeah. Uh, new purpose, really. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't a Christian even, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were. You were. All right. And so I, I want to hear the story here because I was thinking about you guys when I saw you today. You guys met through the BC Club? Um, kind of or what? No. But y'all are both been in the BC Club. Um, we had mutual friends, and then he heard my name called when you oh. said, like, BC Club. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he messaged she, yeah. me on Facebook. He was like, was that you? I thought I heard your name. And I was like, yeah. And then he And you were like, who's about- this creep? <laughs> <laughs> he talked to me about something really yeah. random. I don't know. I was, uh, I was uh, I'm a church janitor. Shout out. Any church janitors in the building? Church nope. janitor. Everybody should have that job for at least a month. Y'all are horrible. Um, <laughs> So I was cleaning the church, and I heard on the damn news, I heard, uh, I think it was Joy was a roving reporter. Yep. So um, I messaged her. I was like, you, you listen to the Bad Christian Club and, or the podcast? And yeah. she's like, yeah. And at the time, I was, you know, it was when I was uh, helping you guys out a little bit. And uh, so I was like, this, is a, this makes me sound cool. So I was like, I work, I work for the BC pod. And she was like, oh. And so I was like, we need to hang out. Like, well, I, well, I, I, well. I didn't know anybody in my city, that, I didn't know anybody in real life that actually listened to it. So it was super cool. Like, I... Got a hot chick that listens to the Bad Christian podcast, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, and man. you still say hot chick. I love that. Yeah, she's I a real love hot that. girl. <laughs> yeah. A, a babe. Yeah. Are, are we but, supposed to agree with that? Like, oh, man, you're not kidding. Yeah, look at hot her. chick, I mean, yeah. indeed. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. Wait, how long y'all been dating? A uh, little over a year. It was a year, June, th- I always get it wrong, third. Wow. Yes. Well, that's June awesome. And things that's are going awesome. good, right? Yeah, things are going good. So, um, yeah, I had a uh, question that I've actually been uh, wanting to ask for a long time. Okay. Um, we don't do a lot of qu- take a lot of questions. You're going to ask yeah. questions. Yeah. They typically uh, are not good questions, but yeah. go ahead. All right. Well, this, this is a good one. Whoa! Whoa! Joy, Danae, Andrus, will you marry me? She said yes. She said yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Come on, that deserves a standing O, wow. baby. Yeah. 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 I love it. All right. Man. All right, get a room. Good Lord. <laughs> All right, scram. Yeah. <laughs> yep, this is Thank, good. Thank Josh, you guys thank so much. You. Let's thank give it up for him one more time. Newly engaged. And thank you to the BC yeah. Club for yeah. being such an environment yeah. to foster this. And we yeah. see you guys all the time, all over the country, when we do Emory shows and Bad Christian shows. That's so right. thank you specifically and, to this whole And group. we want you to be, you know, you, you're accountable to those guys. No premarital tonight. I know you yeah. got engaged, but we're not, we're not about that. Yeah. Hey, hey, we're I'm, not about that. We're gl- glad you're in love, but do hey, it right. A discount on premarital counseling, I mean, it's no big deal. But, yep. so. And so they owe that all. The, to the BC Club, but not just the BC Club and the Bad Christian Podcast, but it sounds like to me this is all really something that came out of the damn news. It sure was. In a world where two people find love and the Lord and each other's bodies way too early before they get married. I pray not. Let's all do a hedge of protection near their privates. Hedge of protection, Lord. Hedge of protection. Did you you really say hedge of protection around their privates? I'm serious. I mean, could you not just said a hedge of protection? Can God decide where he puts it? Well, yes, but I'm just saying that's the area that needs the hedging and the protecting. What about their minds? (laughs) That's where the battlefield starts. (laughs) Okay, your minds too. Your privates and your minds. Okay. All right, good Lord. Just doing you can't even pray hedge of protection anymore. I get, I'm bad, wrong for that. All right, this, this, comes, this news story comes from my, uh, 
my good friends at Fox News. And, uh, and I thought this was a, a, this is interesting to me. It kind of flips the script a little bit. Strip club in Florida sued for refusing to hire a male bartender. A Florida strip club accused of hiring only women bartenders and refusing to hire a man is facing a federal lawsuit. A lawsuit filed Thursday by U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission says Sammy's Gentleman's Club in Fort Walton Beach violated federal law by refusing to hire a male applicant because of his gender and by failing to maintain federally required employment Records. Okay, so I, I just wanted to see Could what you think here. Uh, like that makes some sense. Like, uh, but uh, at the same way, there's tons of restaurants like Hooters or Twin Peaks. I don't know if they hire men to be bartenders or servers or whatever. Do you think that? Like, is this a valid thing that we had to on both sides? There's certain jobs that men mm-hmm. get that women could get, but they don't for because of their gender or their sex or whatever? Is this the, the new trend that all the way across every single way? Well, the topic that the, the way that people divide on this uh, ideologically is typically there's those who seek to level the playing field of uh, opportunity and yeah. those who see, seek to level the playing field of outcomes. So most people right. have a fundamental way where they interact with that. And then, of course, the equality of equity of outcomes is more a liberal principle, and then conservatives are more along the lines of everybody should have the equal opportunity, basically. But do you, like you personally, does it matter? Like, are you totally fine if some people, regardless, get jobs and other people don't? Like, well, I would like the opportunity is the part I like. But so it would be if you mandated that Hooters had to have equal parts men yeah. and women working there. I didn't as even wait, know Hooters waiters, only had then, women. I only go for the wings. And that's oh, just the truth. Yeah. I didn't even notice that, <laughs> what the servers looked like. But so you but but the question is should a man have the opportunity to be a waiter at Hooters? Is that should should they or at, or work at a strip club as a dancer? Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I guess they should. Based on what? But I don't I don't know if I care. I haven't thought about it, but I guess it, this is a strip club, but I mean in other other areas I guess I would care more. Like in, I don't think this matters, but what I'm saying is this is gonna, you're going to see this more and more where people are going to start suing for every little thing, right? Like they, they're going to want to try and, well, I, got, I, I wasn't allowed this opportunity yep. or this opportunity because of this, and I wonder, is it, maybe that's the right thing. Okay, what I'm saying, so but. could you just in a general way say if you want to work at Hooters as a waiter or waitress, you need to have a nice, you need to have. What are you trying to say? Hooters. <laughs> I mean, that, it's the name of the, what are they supposed to do? Well, th- th- yeah, you're right. Like, if you are going to be an NFL football player, you got to be a certain size and certain strength right. and all this stuff, right? So, I mean. The ma- opportunity's there, but, so. But, yes, the opportunity's there, but you have to meet these criteria. But, Which I mean. Is, is C-cup or whatever. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, there's tons of guys that have great boobs. I've seen it. Pastor Joey Pastor Spencer. Joey is a, is a, pa- Pastor Joey Spencer's boobs are better than half the people in, in this room. <laughs> they, they, I've stumbled because of that. <laughs> in, <laughs> isn't that fun? Christians, we really minimize our sin, don't we? <laughs> you, go, <laughs> you go on uh, rawboobs4.com and go, I stumbled. <laughs> Tell me about your most recent experience with sin. That was a little stumble. A stumble. Yeah. I tripped. Yeah. Could day. you describe it in more detail? It was a long stumble. Right. I stumbled. The enemy all was the attacking me. We, there's always this enemy that attacks you when you do something really bad. <laughs> we can't. We have a good backup plan. You get there. vague real quick when it comes to that. No, you looked at Pornhub.com for seven hours. That's not a stumble. That's a, that's a marathon. <laughs> you didn't trip. Oh, shoot. Where'd those seven hours go? Huh? Stumbled? <laughs> stumbled. No, you didn't do that. <laughs> well, and plus, we know the main cause of stumbling, right? Somebody else puts the stumbling right, block. Right. Oh, yeah, there was a block there. Yeah, yeah so I know. It, a block, was a, a block placed by Google. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, all I did was trip over the damn thing. Right. That's all I did. So, anyway. Joey, does it, does that, does it matter to you any, at all about the, the equality for, like, I, you know what's funny, too, is I don't think anybody cares about this guy. They no, think he's no, just no. trying to get he's money. He's being or, like yeah. a, a troll yeah, or something. Like, some, uh, you know, a guy wants to work at a strip club. Surprise, surprise. You know? Right. So, so I, I think, 
honestly, because it's even a dude, people are like, eh, who cares? You know what I mean? But in the future, I think it is going to change more where you're going to see more and more people. So what I'm saying, it could be a good thing, but along with it, it's going to be dumb ones like this, like everything else. There's going to be these dumb lawsuits and all this stuff. But hopefully, maybe, it, I, I'm, I think you made a good point. I think it's cool if we say everybody has a chance, but you've got to meet these criteria. And it's just written out there. And then, you would have no problem if a, if a, if a woman was good enough to play in the NFL. I would great. love it. I mean, yeah. Of course, there's no, no issue there whatsoever. Totally. And in fact, that's the neatest thing about sports is it is completely based on merit. Like, yeah. you don't, there's no nepotism there. You don't, somebody's, the coach's right. son can't get on the team. That's right. You know what I mean? It's whoever, so that is, a, you know, we do like that in general when things are, I guess, meritocracy is the word for that. If somebody's good yeah. enough to do a job, we like that. We love it. You know? Yeah, totally. All right, that's the damn news for tonight. Thank you guys so much. Mm-hmm. Only one story tonight, and we, we probably got to wrap it on up here. Yeah. All right, well, here, this is kind of a dual message. Not only was the damn news brought by this special person by luck, but also for those of you that purchased your audio feed tickets through our link, you probably know that you are, your name is thrown in the hat for a guitar. What kind of guitar is it? I'm sorry, I don't know the type of guitar. Okay. Not um, really my area. All right. Well, anyway, a good one. that person who brought you the damn news and who is going to walk away and go back home with a brand new guitar random, is... Random. This is a random drawing, by the way. Yes, yeah. it is random. John Beach. John Beach. Is he here? Where's John? John, John you Beach. here? Ooh, we get to get to somebody else if he's not here. That's funny. Is John not here? Okay. Well, he can get move. it later, can he? We're going to move on. I need two, oh, num- two numbers under five. Seven. That's not <laughs> under five. <laughs> Wait, who said? Come on. Two numbers under five, and you said seven? Three and two. All right. Down. Father God, one, we come two, to you. Three, there is one, a two. lady that doesn't know math. <laughs> we just come to you, Lord. We lift her up. All right. Is John M. Silva here? John yeah! M. Silva. Very good. John Silva, congratulations. We'll hook up with you in a few minutes and get you your new guitar. And thank you to Audio Feed. Thank you for the people that donated the guitar. Thank you to the BC Club, the live audience. And thank you so much, BC Podcast listeners all over the world. Yes, and for, for those of you that are interested in the BC Club, you can go to thebcclub.com. And we also have a few T-shirts if you're interested. Come talk to us. Thank you guys so much. We're back, Christian Podcast. You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com.